everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of popularity in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. Minute 49 begins with the rest of Lainey's sentence from yesterday, where you will recall she had said, For a minute I forgot why I avoided places like this and people. Today we begin with, like you. Hmm. And it goes through Lainey taking a moment to compose herself before telling Zach what she promised herself she would never do. Yeah. So. So. Let me just look, let me grab the script real quick just to get this uh, exchange correct. Yes. All right. Okay. So um, then Taylor says, avoided us. Honey, look around you. To everyone here who matters, you're vapor. You're spam. A waste of perfectly good yearbook space. Nothing's going to change that. Oh, you're not going to cry, are you? So, yeah. Uh, rude. So, um, well, I mean, Taylor. <laughs> right, yeah. It It is a, um, I said, I said, <laughs> I took that note down and I wrote, what a wide ranging burn. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> So, um, I, hey, Aaron. Mm-hmm. You can tell me you about want, spam. Mm-hmm. You want to learn some stuff about spam? I sure do. Cool. All right. So, spam is a brand of canned cooked pork made by Hormel Foods. It was introduced in 1937 and gained popularity worldwide after its use during World War II. By 2003, it was sold in 41 countries on six continents and trademarked in over 100 countries. So, you could advertise there, but buy it imported, I guess. Okay. I don't know why it would be trademarked in more than twice the number of countries it's sold in, but hey, I'm I'm no business wizard. Um, (laughs) I'm no business wizard. (laughs) That is a direct quote from one James Anderson. Not yet, anyhow. Um, So, it says, Spam's basic ingredients are pork with ham added. That that line took me a sec to really, I'm going to say digest here, but you know what I mean. Gross. Like, pork with ham. So it's like, hey, it's the same thing, but not. Yeah. Um, salt, water, modified potato starch, which is used as a binder, sugar, and sodium nitrite, which is used as a preservative. Aaron, uh, uh, alert for grossest sentence I think I'm going to read uh, tonight. Okay. Natural gelatin is formed during cooking in its tins on the on the production line. Maybe it's just really gross to me, but the gelatin forming in the tin was really upsetting for me. So what I'm picturing, when so the cats that we had growing up, we had to feed them wet food because one of them had like very particular, like she had some allergies and like digestive issues. So she had to eat wet food. And when you would open up a can of cat food, there would be like a congealed layer of clear goo that I have to assume is similar to what you're talking about with this gelatin forming in the can. Right. Yeah. We had, we fed our dog wet food uh, in when I was in high school and middle school. So yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. And I agree that it is like that, and then I think about eating it. Yeah. And that's where that's where I pull over the car and uh, 
and heave my laptop into a lake. Yeah, I don't even like it when I have like leftover pot roast and I put it in the fridge and all Mm -hmm. of the fat from the broth like congeals. Yeah. And I mean, it goes away when you heat it up again. Sure. Yeah. But until then, there's like a layer of congealed fat and it's disgusting and I hate it. Let's talk about something else. Cool. So um, it has become the subject of a number of appearances in pop culture, notably a Monty Python sketch. Okay. Which repeated the name many times, leading to its name being borrowed for unsolicited electronic messages, especially email. So in this sketch, they're at a restaurant and they're asking the waitress or server or hostess or whatever what there is to eat. And she's like, well, there's eggs, there's eggs and spam, there's eggs, turkey and spam, there's spam, eggs, turkey, bacon and spam, 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 turkey, etc. Okay. It's English and done in the typical Monty Python. Um, I'm a man dressed up as a woman and pretending to be a woman, high pitched voice. Sure. Yeah. So it's so it's funnier than I'm making a thing seem, and also it's ridiculous because of the number of times you say the word spam, and it makes and that was like, yep, that makes sense why they call spam spam in, in email. Mm-hmm. Spam spam. The Oxford Encyclopedia of Food and Drink in America states that the product was intended to increase the sale of pork shoulder, which was not a very popular cut, cut which was not a very popular cut. Uh, Ken Dino, I want to say Dino, which is cool, but it's spelled D-A-I-G-N-E-A-U. So it's like a French Dino. Okay. Um, the brother of a company executive won a $100 prize that year in a competition to name the new item... Um, Hormel claims the meaning of the name, quote, is known by only a small circle of former Hormel food executives, end quote. But a popular belief is that the name is a contraction of spiced ham, which I really hope it is. And that that Hormel official line of only a small circle know what it is, is just extra drama. Um, it would be really funny to me if that was the case. Mm hmm. Uh, the difficulty of delivering fresh meat to the front during World War II saw Spam become a ubiquitous part of the U.S. soldier's diet. It became variously referred to as ham that didn't pass its physical, oh. meatloaf without basic training, and special army meat. Over 150 million pounds of Spam were purchased by the military before the war's end. During World War II, an occupation that followed, Spam was introduced to Guam, Hawaii, Okinawa, and the Philippines, and other islands in the Pacific Immediately absorbed into native diets, it has become a unique part of the history and effects of U.S. influence in the Pacific Islands. As a consequence of World War II rationing and the Lend-Lease Act, Spam also gained prominence in the United Kingdom. British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher later referred to it as a wartime delicacy. Because she sucked. (laughs) In addition to increasing production for for the U.K., Hormel expanded Spam output as part of Allied aid to the similar beleaguered Soviet Union. In his memoir, Khrushchev Remembers, Nikita Khrushchev declared, Without Spam, we wouldn't have been able to feed our army. Throughout the war, countries ravaged by the conflict and faced with strict food rations came to appreciate Spam. The billionth can of Spam was sold in 1959. The seven billionth can was sold in 2007. And the eight billionth can was sold in 2012. Wow. Yeah, beginning in 1940, Spam sponsored George Burns and Gracie Allen on their radio program, which must have been just a delight. 
It says, during World War II, Spam was not only eaten, but also was also incorporated into many other aspects of the war. Grease for guns, can for scrap metal, etc. It was so prominent that Uncle Sam was nicknamed Uncle Spam, which is a sick burn, but also I get it. Mm-hmm. Other terms influenced by the product's name include the European Invasion Fleet or the Spam Fleet. Furthermore, the USO, the United Service Organizations, toured the Spam Circuit. In 1943, comedian Suzette Terry appeared as the harassed waitress character Mrs. Spam in the British film Somewhere in Civvies. It's just, it just goes on and on. I want to cut down to... Okay, uh, Spam is the subject of a Weird Al Yankovic song, Spam, which is a parody of the R.E.M. song, Stan. That one goes out to you, Mike. And uh, other offshoots of Spam in popular culture include a book of haikus about Spam titled Spam Coup, Tranquil Reflections on Luncheon Loaf. There is also a mock church of Spam and a Spam Cam, which is a webcam trained on a can of decaying Spam. Okay. And... I added there is a Save Ferris song called Spam. They were a 90s ska band, and that is the song that Lisa and I played for our uh, our pastor, Father Swan, to try and tell him what ska was. Oh, Without okay. offending him with language. Sure. And now, the last thing that I took down, uh, second to the last thing I took down, uh, I want to read you a list of uh, flavors that uh, Spam has had. Oh, I didn't... Okay. I didn't know it came in flavors. Hang, hang on, hang on to your hats here because oof. Yikes! All right, sp- spam classic, sure. Spam hot and spicy with Tabasco flavor. Okay. H- jalapeno spam, which you know, same effect, different route. Mm-hmm. Spam with black pepper. Okay. Spam low sodium with twenty five percent less sodium. Spam light with thirty three percent fewer calories, twenty five percent less sodium, and fifty percent less fat. Um, it was made with from pork with ham and mechanically separated chicken. Oh, okay. Um, spam oven roasted turkey. Well. Um, which is a spam of a different sort. S O R T. That's mm-hmm. funny. Um, spam hickory smoked. Spam spread. Is the slo- the slogan for that? If you're a spreader, not a slicer. Oh. Just like spam classic, but in the spreadable form. No. Why? <laughs> spam bacon, spam cheese, spam garlic, spam teriyaki, spam chorizo, spam barucua, barucua, which is seasoned with Puerto Rican style flavor. Got it. Okay. Spam macadamia nuts partnered with Hamakua Plantation. Spam turkey, spam tocino, spam Portuguese sausage, and the reason why this is the reason for the season. The reason why we're here, most recently, 2019, September 2019, Spam Pumpkin Spice. So, oh, you know, I was mostly with them up until Macadamia Nuts, and that one gave me pause, but more for like a texture and a why, but then they completely lost me at Pumpkin Spice. It's just so out of left field, but... I don't blame them also. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, because people aren't going to buy it to actually eat it. They're going to buy it for the novelty. Let yeah, me, spam pumpkin spice. How basic are you? Right. Because. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever eaten yeah. spam? I have, I have not. Nor have, have I. I imagine eaten? it's like bologna, right? 
I think that it's like... Probably more ham-flavored, but it's just the same concept as bologna. I guess so. For some reason, the... Although they said sliced, so it's not what I'm thinking of. So yeah, it's probably more like bologna than I'm ever thinking it is. Are you thinking of it being like diced? No, I'm thinking of it being like squishy like cat food or dog food. Well, that's the spread. And that's the spread, exactly. Yeah. So it's so I was also picturing like what if tuna but not fish. Right. But that's not it either because it's not like chunks of stuff. It's like a solid thing. Right. So it's more like, this is gross, I'm so sorry, cranberry sauce. Yeah. meat. Like the cranberry sauce shaped like the can, i.e. the only acceptable cranberry sauce. Correct, cranberry sauce. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Which actually, uh, that that comparison kind of makes me think that maybe spam is not as bad as some of the things that you have said about it today would lead you to believe. Because if the best cranberry sauce is shaped like a can, why isn't... Good meat shaped like a can. <laughs> the face I... James is making right now. <laughs> he does not follow my logic. <laughs> no, I... I or he does get... not agree You're... with my logic. Yeah, I think there's a false premise in there somewhere. <laughs> Perhaps. Here's the deal, though. Consummate podcasting professional that I am, I will record bonus content of, of eating spam. I was just going to say, should we record bonus video content of us eating s- all of the flavors of spam? Oh, God. Wait, what? I did. Wait, hold on. It's been said on the podcast. It has to happen. <laughs> this, train is, this train is off the rails. Hold on. Okay, let me, f- oh, let me rephrase. Way, all that. of the flavors of spam that we can find. You know, actually, hot and s- the, the spicier it is, I think actually the more palatable it would be for yeah. me. Yeah. I'll be honest, so the pumpkin spice one sounds gross as hell, but I would eat it just to see if it's as gross as I think it's going to be or if it's actually more gross than my brain can conceptualize. The spread is the one that really just like, oof, I don't, Yeah. I don't, but you know, I've eaten pate. It's probably a similar consistency. Okay. Like, I mean, you put it on a cracker and it's mostly going to be cracker consistency in your mouth maybe it's like a crab dip no see i'm still not giving it enough solidity yeah i think i may draw the line at 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 spreadable spam you know what i'm willing to you know if there's one thing that being a member of the wet hot american moon juice chat has taught me it's that i am willing to try just about anything for the bit so yeah i i will attempt to i would be willing to taste any variety of spam that I can get my hands on. All right. Well, you know what? You know what I always say? All the cool kids are bowing to peer pressure. So I will too. Um, I'll, I'll do, I'll eat whatever you eat. We'll have chasers of like pickles or something just to okay. make sure that we Gross can make it through this. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. All our Wham Juice friends are going to be like, oh, we thought the spam was the bad part. Pickles. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so I think Spam Hot and Spicy, I'd be on board with Jalapeno, yes. Black Pepper, yes. Mm-hmm. Garlic, yes. Sure. Bacon, chorizo, sure. Chorizo, yes. Oh, chorizo would be great. Bacon to some extent. I'm, I feel like it's... It would depend on how the bacon is. It's probably like that artificially bacon flavored. It, it would have. It would probably taste like bacon bits. Like the fake yeah. bacon. Yeah, bacon. 
The cheese mm. one is concerning to me. Is it cheese flavored or cheese infused? That's what I'm not sure about. I don't know yeah. which one is more upsetting. Yeah. If it's cheese infused, then it's probably like, have you ever had the hot dogs with cheese in them? I haven't. Are they good? Um, I only remember eating them once or twice as a kid at like 4th of July block mm. parties. And they mm-hmm. were, I mean, they were fine, I guess. It was basically like, what if a Twinkie, but instead of being a pastry and cream, it was a hot dog and cheese Whiz. I mean, the cheese was like cheese Whiz that was like in the hot dog the way the cream fills a Twinkie. I'm sorry, I didn't mean for that comparison no, to upset you I'm as much as it. UHF. <laughs> I'm just thinking about UHF a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no. I um, had the, it, when you when you made that face, I was like, oh yeah, no, I, that was a bad comparison. I can, but like in a savory place, sometimes I'm just sort of like meat. Ich. Yeah. You ever you ever in that place? But like hot dogs um, are delicious. Hot dogs are are fairly consistently delicious. And. Um, Cheese is fairly consistently delicious. That's true. That's true. Um, my last note about spam is that it is decidedly not a vapor. So it is not a vapor. That is true. I mean, I didn't see anything about vaporized uh, spam, like oh, to spam. Gross. I'm sure that at some point at Spencer's Gifts in the '90s, you could get spam cologne. Oh yeah, no, yep. I, yeah, I'm almost positive about that. <laughs> Gross. Um, I mean, I guess I would I technically more... be a liquid more than a vapor, right. but it's like a vaporized. Well, I mean, vape, liquid, vapor is a liquid. a liquid. Hold on. Sort of. There's a. It's like, what if me, liquid, gotta... but also gas? My, uh, my, a, uh, my chemistry degree is failing me. A substance diffused or suspended in the air. Especially one normally liquid or solid. Yeah. So like fog is a vapor. Yeah. Or you know vape. What an, what a what a weird way to come around to the obvious thing to um, <laughs> think of. I think if it was an oh my aerosol God, spam flavored vape. Huh? Spam flavored vape. I bet is a thing. Probably. Yep. Not popular, but I bet. It but certainly gifts. existent. Yeah, yep. Exactly. So that is spam. And that is the thing that that uh, Taylor says to Lainey in the first uh, twenty seconds of the of the minute. Yep. Now that we are twenty minutes into this minute, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, my next one is Lainey did, did so good for so long. Yeah. And then I said I would have cried too, and before that point where she breaks down. Yeah. Like I get used to being so tall. Mm-hmm. If I was Lainey's height and Taylor was Taylor's height and she was saying these things to me and I was already feeling awkward, oof. Yeah. I'm not that strong. <laughs> well, and she she holds on for so long. It's not until Taylor says, oh, are you going to cry? Yeah. That's when Lainey, like, she has held on and she ducks her head and yeah. runs out, like, runs up the stairs and out the door. Yeah. And like I, you want so badly for her to hold, like to not cry until she gets outside, right? But she, like, yeah. you can hear her crying, like she can't, yeah, hold out any longer. Yep, yep. So, yeah. Then my last note is she runs out and like collapses onto the driveway, which is pebbles. 
I said, oof, it sounds like, it sounds like, it sounds kind of like maybe she could have scraped her knees on that gravel driveway. Yeah. I guess it's pebbles, so that's better, but she hit that that driveway hard. Yeah. Yeah, my note on that was, she falls on pebbles, ow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Insult to injury. Yeah. Injury to insult, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, literally. (laughs) So, Zach chases Lainey out. It doesn't okay. Yeah. He follows her. He doesn't. He's not he like her. chasing her. Out. Get out of here! But <laughs> I really am mad at him for not stepping in sooner. He should have been over there at Lainey's side the minute he saw Taylor zero in on her. Yes, absolutely. And the fact that he didn't makes me so angry at him. Yeah, it should have been some bodyguard like Kevin Costner, like yeah. leaping in front of. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, quite frankly, Zach, Preston, even Dean should have seen what was going to happen and wanted to save Lainey from that. Like, I know that Dean has like no horse in this race, but at the same time, he has accepted Lainey as, you know, having Bobos, therefore not as much of a super freak. Therefore, he should want to protect her from Taylor being mean after pouring booze on the Bobos. Right. Right. (laughs) Like, I could... I I mean, Dean is an asshole, but I also could see Dean going over and putting an arm around Lainey and being like, hey, come over here. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, too. And it would make me like Dean a lot more. Yeah. It It would be a little bit of redeeming... Uh, Dean quality. Redeeming? Redeeming, yeah. 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 Zach should have gone over and told Taylor to jump up his ass. You're right. Preston could have gone either way. He could have gone the Dean route of, hey, come over here. I am going to steer you away from this certain train wreck. Or he could have told Taylor exactly where she can jump. Right, exactly. I don't care where you jump, but make it outside of my house. Yeah. And, like, it's obviously, it's not Preston and Dean's job. Like. Right. I have to imagine that if they had seen it, if they had seen this happening and could have gotten over to Lainey in time, they would have rescued her. Zach has absolutely no excuse because we know that he saw. And he stood on the other side of the room and he watched this play out. And it wasn't until Lainey was out the door that he was like, oh, hey, wait, lady, come back. Let me catch up to you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like Zach a lot less in this moment than I think. Because I think we're supposed to be like, good job going after her, Zach. Yeah. And when I was 16 or whatever, I probably did think that. But as an adult, I'm like, where the fuck were you 30 seconds ago? Oh, right. Standing there watching it happen like an imbecile. It's not a good look at all. I mm, I, I mean, we're going to get into it tomorrow, but I think there's a, a reason why this kind of thing keeps happening in this movie. Yeah. But that's all I have for today. Do you have anything else? Um, Just that Lainey's crying and she says, I promised, basically like she stutters out because she's crying. She's like, I promised, I promised myself, I promised I'd never, 
Yeah. And he's like, you promised yourself you'd never what? Spit it out, woman. He's a, he's a little <laughs> nicer God, about it than talk. that. God, you are spam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't get to find out today what she promised herself she'd never do. We'll find out tomorrow. So wait, is Taylor saying she is a cheap and unappetizing piece of meat? I think what she's saying is you are vapor, so like you essentially don't exist. You are right. spam. You are trashy and cheap and not not good, not worthy. Right, okay. You are a total waste of yearbook space. Kind of encompasses both of those. <laughs> right. Huh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, also gross. Spam is also, also yeah. spam also means has the connotation, has of, the being connotation of being uh-huh. gross. Right. You are well gelatined and can shaped. Uh huh. <laughs> and pumpkin spice flavored. <laughs> Taylor predicted pumpkin spice spam um, 20 years before time. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our social media sure does we have a twitter handle for this podcast franchise which is at je underscore minute movies we also have individual twitter handles mine is at unabashed james and mine is at unabashedly aaron we are part of the scavengers network which is home to many great podcasts an ad for which i will place at the end of this episode mm-hmm. um that is going to do it for today except for i have one more little bit of spam to clear from your spam folder which is more truck? Okay. Spam turkey or spam oven roasted turkey? Mm, oven roasted, I think. Okay. Because okay. it's just... That makes sense. Like, spam turkey is like the sedan. Spam mm-hmm. oven roasted is like a souped up version of it, which is what a truck is. Gotcha. A truck is just a souped right. up sedan. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Just as Henry Ford drew it up. Yep. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven, community focused treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. (laughs) 